Welcome to the 10-week Leaving Japan special here on the Inside Japan podcast. This week, we will, we will be doing a Q&A episode. I asked for questions on Discord, Twitter, and also on Facebook, so I have a lot of questions to get through today for all of your listening pleasure. Before we get to that, though, I need to say, as always, the series is being brought to you by JobsJapan.com, the best place on the internet for you to find a job in Japan. So if you want to find a nice job in Japan, Get your butt over to jobsinjapan.com. For those that might just be hearing their first episode of this series, this is the eighth edition of this series. That means there are two episodes remaining. Quick recap. This will take a while now because there's a lot to recap. The first episode was all about getting my backstory, getting to Japan in the first place. The second episode was all about teaching at Nekaiwa and why I quit that. Third episode was all about being an ALT teacher and what that was like. Fourth edition was all about the social side of uh, Japan and some of the pitfalls that I fell into and a lot of other people do as well. The fifth episode was all about studying Japanese and what I thought went well and what I would do differently if I had another chance about that. The sixth episode was all about starting the website, turning a website into a business and also this podcast. The seventh was all about getting into translation, freelance translation. How do you make that jump happen? How I made that jump happen. The eighth was this episode right now, which we're about to get into. Next week will be an interview with my wife, her second appearance on the show. And the last one will be kind of a wrap-up of all things. Anything I want to kind of remember myself and reminisce on myself, I'll be talking about that last episode coming up in two weeks. So that is it. If you want to find any of the past episodes, go to altinsider.com and you can find them without too much searching around, I hope. With that said, though, let's get to it. Episode number eight, questions and answers. So, as usual, I want to start with a, another random short story here. Um, this one comes from inside the classroom. Um, so, there's one class at junior high school I had that was very rowdy. Like, not, when I say rowdy, they weren't like jumping around and stuff. But they were very, every time the teacher asked questions, someone would have a, a funny comment to say or something kind of funny. You know, there's always a funny, someone had a funny comment to say before they said the real answer, right? They were generally well behaved, though. Like, like not like, like I said, no one's jumping around. No one's yelling at the teacher. Everyone's listening to the teacher, but like they wanted to make everything funny. There's a few guys in there, the class count, clowns that kind of carried the class, as also often happens. And um, it, was a, it was a fun class. It was a fun class to be a part of. I always, I always look forward to that one because I knew they were going to try to make me laugh. That's what they always did. And they always had a, like an American spin to his jokes and stuff, you know, that were just incredibly, you know, discriminatory and stereotypical, but they were, they were always funny, like, you know. What's what's you know? It was like if we said like, "What's your favorite food?" They would just always say like, "James loves hamburgers." I love hamburgers too. You know that kind of funny stuff, right? And uh, in of course, in broken English, junior high school English, of course. But we were do- one time we were doing this game where it was a a race to write the ABCs on the board. This is junior high school first grade, so it's kind of a low level thing for them. But you sometimes you do it, throw it in to get the everyone moving. So what you do is, um, you know, every all the kids are lined up in the in the desks, and uh, you give each person in front of the row a piece of chalk they run up to the board they write an a and they run back to the second row and give the chalk to the second person in the row and they write b and so on and so forth so for some reason but right when the game was about to start um i had to go i i don't remember why i had to go out of the classroom for some reason maybe my company called me or something i had to go for a second so what i did i i just had to go whatever and did what i had to do and i came back and <laughs> instead of the alphabet um, the kind of three of the head honcho, the funny guys, they wrote small penises for every single letter of the alphabet, right? Like, so it was like the outline of a penis for A to Z. And the other, te- the, other the teacher, you know, 
was like kind of like fine with it oddly like oh god look at these guys they're always doing i don't think she knew what they were but i could tell they were trying to be penises it wasn't like a wrong letter um so yeah that was something that happened that was a funny story i won't forget that black boy that was filled with the with the chalk penises that really look like sideways threes to be fair but i could tell what they were trying to do so i appreciate the effort and i won't forget those guys they were always funny but all right, let's get to the real point of this episode, which is the Q&A episode here. And it got a lot of questions. Let's get to it here. Um, no order here. Um, if, the, if they're from the Discord, I'm going to say who you were. If you're not in Discord, by the way, get on there. It is the best Discord for people working in Japan. If you don't use Discord, just use it for this purpose because it's the best. But first question is from Facebook. It was, what I shortened a lot of these to be like the, get to the minimum. I don't get to the point. What is your best game? And if you ask that question, you know, maybe you haven't followed following the website too long because the best game is without question bowling. I'm going to put it in the show notes page. So you can see the link easily. But bowling, in short, is the best game of all time, the best game I've ever been a part of, the best game. You, if you are not doing it in your elementary school classes, you are missing out by not doing this game. It takes a lot to explain, so I'm not going to do it now, but the name is bowling. Search for it on the website and you will find it very, very easily. Next up, what was your worst class? I have a whole episode about this. But our worst class is the class that was unlike the class I said earlier, was rowdy in terms of being rowdy. And the teacher had no control whatsoever. People would pull each other's pants down. People would punch each other, be fights and stuff. There's literal fights, blood on the desk and stuff. That was my worst class ever. That it was just, I can't, I can't, it was like just a nightmare doing it. And like, it got to the point where like, we can't even do a English lesson. Like I knew the class wouldn't be that bad for me though, because like I couldn't even do the class because they were like, just fights would break out. And like the junior, the JTE had no, like gave up as well. Like she was like, this is a lost cause. So I'm not trying either. So just, you don't do anything. I mean, that's just it. You don't do anything. It just became nothing. Question from Versago, a legend on the ALT Insider Discord. He said, I want to know something you had to do before leaving that you were not thinking of at all. And there's a few of those things for sure. Um, but besides the normal stuff, like adulting stuff, like throwing a shit ton of stuff away, because you don't realize how much shit you build up when you live anywhere. Um, you just throw away bags and bags and bags of stuff. Like it's just incredible. So I, I won't say that because it's too easy. Um, one thing I will talk about, I guess, is... The amount of sending home, how much that costs, like sending home stuff. Like I would just thought it'd be like, oh, you send a few thugs home. It's a few bucks. There you go. But like if you think about things you have to send home, it adds up quickly. You know, and even if we're not, we're sending a very minimal amount of stuff, like basically just like the kids clothes that we have that like are going to be for winter in America and stuff. And like a few of the uh, things for the kitchen, you know, like maybe nice thing pictures, you know, we don't want to throw away. It's, it's thousand five hundred bucks gone out the door um, from that. So that's, it's not fun. I mean, moving to another country is the opposite, opposite of fun. Um, so there you go. But, um, Next question is from Artist of All. I should have gave you a better... Uh, I wish I had a better answer for you, but that's just the truth. I didn't expect that sending shit home would be this big of an ordeal, to be honest. Um, Art... <laughs> I always mess his name up. Ars... Ar- Arstaviel on the on Discord again, another legend from the Discord says, what's something you never got around to doing while in Japan? I'll tell you, that's an easy one. Easy one there is going to Hokkaido and and seeing the... And going skiing there. Like, I didn't care about skiing, but um, for some reason, you know, my before I got to Japan, those kind of YouTube searches nights that I would often do when I was dreaming about my time in Japan, uh, I came across these channels that were people that were living in Niseko, Hokkaido, Japan. It's a very famous, worldwide famous ski place. And those videos made it seem like so fun. And I've talked about before how when I stopped being an ALT teacher, uh, a Kaiwa teacher, excuse me, I did think about if I can't get a job here, maybe I'll go to Hokkaido and be a ski dude for a while. You know, just to try, get get that. It's not a long-term thing. You could, definitely cannot do it for a long-term work there unless you get some kind of head, uh, higher-up position. 
But I didn't think about that. I never went there once. And that's one of the things that for sure. I um, also never went to Mount Fuji. Something you should do, I think, when you go to Japan. I never did it. Um, never really had interest. But now that I'm gone, I wish I did. So I guess that means I just didn't want to go enough. You know what I mean? What will I miss the most? Okay, that the next question was, what will you miss the most? Um, easy one for that. Easy answer for that. It's kind of like the feeling of adventure you get. Well, I haven't got it for many years now. But the, the adventure I used to have when I would just walk down the street and you can kind of like get lost in stuff and even like get lost in stores, how some of the malls are set up in the big cities where you could just walk around and like never see the sky, but you're walking forever. And that feeling of adventure I got from those moments is something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss a lot. And uh, I still enjoy walking around like malls, I think, even malls that aren't like as epic as some of the, some of they are in big cities because that like Japan has some like, there's so many side, like, you know, some people's like side alleys and cities and stuff. And a lot of places have those, but Japan has like side tunnels in cities in between shopping malls and shopping districts and stuff. And I think that's, I don't know, that always kind of fascinated me. It was always really interesting to do that. Um, when I first got to Japan, I would do that many a day is, is <laughs> of course, this is when I was a heavy, heavy drinker. I would get a strong nine, have one in my hand, just walk through shopping malls. <laughs> that's that's the true fact. I mean, I did do that, and that kind of sense of adventure I got. And it wasn't like I know you could easily take this to like the comedy level of like get drunk enough and try to find my way home. It wasn't even like that. I wasn't getting hammered. I would just like get lost in the adventure of watching the world go around as I was walking through these these places of commerce, these like labyrinth like malls and stuff. And that's something I definitely will miss a lot. Next question from Facebook. What was the worst interview you did or one you wish you could do again? Um, I'm going to take that the worst interview I did there was, like for, for, for different reason, maybe than you're expecting. But one interview I did, I interviewed the guy and he said that Jet was treating him poorly. And like it was like just Jet did this, Jet did this. I don't remember the exact story. But after that, I got multiple, multiple emails from people saying that they worked in that city and it's not the Jet tr- program treated him fine. It was his own actions. And I was kind of stuck. And then he he yelled me, trying to prove his case and stuff. And it wasn't it wasn't um it it was just a weird feeling. I didn't feel good about it. I didn't take the episode down because like it's his story and that's what he thinks his side of it. So I just left it up. But that's kind of the worst episode I did. The least fun one looking back on. There was a few that were very not fun. Like I was like, wow, that's we didn't really share anything interesting here. But I still put it up because you know got to have an episode up a week. But a few of those were in there too. But that's my least favorite one is I, I won't say the name just to in case the guy's listening. But I don't know if your story is true or not, my friend. But um, I let, I kept your episode up because I think your story deserves to be heard. But just how much I heard afterwards made it not really fun. Next up question comes from someone on the Discord, Pump Freaks, and a legend in the in there says, "Is it worth stressing out about selling your stuff you left over, or just trash and donate it? How did you go about it?" So, that's a good question. How to get stuff rid of a lot of lot? You know, everyone has big stuff they might want to think about selling, right? So, what you can do is have one of those places come to your house and tell you what they think they can take. Now, you're always going to get fucked by the price on these. Like, there's never you're never like, yeah, that was a good idea. You know, so you don't sell to those people if you're trying to get like max value. If you want to get max value, you got to go online, um, you know, and try to sell it that way, which is is time and, and things you have to prepare yourself as well. Um, there's Japanese website Medukari, which is good without that. It's an app. You can sell stuff online there. So that's like the real way if you want to go about it and get the max value for your stuff. But again, when you're trying to leave a country, you don't really have time for that. You know, so we just did that route where someone comes and we're trying to sell like I have a guitar I'm trying to sell and like. Guitar, my um, two guitars. Um, what else am I trying to sell? Two guitars. This kind of uh, jungle gym equipment that my kids have, but they use like one time, and it's still perfect condition. And obviously the car. 
And what else is there? My, my wife got an electric violin, but she doesn't like, like to play electric violin. She plays normal one. We're selling that too. So like five things we're, we're, try, we're selling. Everything else, they said like, yeah, we're not, we, we'll take that from you for free, but that's it. That's, that's, that's a pretty fair assessment, to be honest, because we are shipping. Remember I did say earlier in the show, we are paying someone to ship. So like my computer monitors, I'm shipping those that way. So not sell, sell the stuff you think we get value for. And if not, they'll, sometimes they'll take it without having to make you pay for it. Because in Japan, like it, like it, go, like it goes, you do have to pay for them to take big stuff away usually. So you should be happy when they, some things like like old desk and stuff, like, you know, it's kind of like nicked up and there's no way you're going to get money for it. If they'll take it for free, that's a win for you. So keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, the best way is to call um, or get someone, if you can't speak Japanese that well, call someone at like a secondhand shop and they can come and come to your house and scope it out and give you some estimates. But again, you're going to lose money if, if unless you do it yourself, you know, hands-on do it yourself. A uh, question here from Twitter. In the, in the podcast department, what service do you use for doing remote interviews? Um, and you, so what I did was just stupid simple. I used to have this program that I paid for that was called uh, rec- Skype recording, I think, or something. But it was really like, it was it was fine. It was just whatever. But then I discovered OBS. And OBS, what you do, if anyone doesn't have a podcast, you're really bored right now. So I'll, I'll go quick. OBS, you can record only output of your computer. So you get someone on Skype, record yourself locally using a your favorite audio editor, and then record have OBS record a video of your output. But the audio audio settings is only recording your output. So it won't record you at all. It'll just record your output of your computer. So since you're on Skype having a conversation with somebody, only thing that's coming out of your computer sound-wise is an interview with that person. And it has great quality. You can set the quality really high, and it's really good. I really recommend that system for sure. Um, use OBS. Record locally yourself. Use OBS. Set the audio settings to only record the output of your computer, and then you'll have it. Thanks for the kind words as well about the podcast, my friend. And I want to make sure I say your name because you have a podcast as well. So let's get some, let's get some heat on it. Um, that is The Bean Pod my friend. So thanks so much for, 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 for the question and good luck with your podcast. And I just follow you on Twitter. So that that's moment is, is etched in memory forever. Um, not that you care. I'm just saying, just saying stupid stuff right now. Um, next up, uh, next question from our top, I'm going to say, say our Stavial again, what kind of stuff do you have to do to get ready to move out of Japan? So this is, I'm going to go extremely quickly. The list is extremely extensive. So first you have to register that you're leaving the city. And when you're leaving to another country, they act like it's the biggest deal of all time. Like, Oh, whoa, we don't have a place for you to write on the sheet for that. You know, it's like, Oh no, but that's a big deal. You got to do that. Got it. Um, if you're, well, my wife is a Japanese person. So you have to, uh, finish your, make sure you turn off your, uh, retirement stuff, make sure they're not taking money out of that. You got to set up a date for them to turn off your gas, to turn off your internet, turn off your electric, all that stuff. You have to plan for them to come before you leave and you pay that final payment in cash. So make sure you have it enough for that day because you got to pay for it as you can expect. Also got to make sure you turn off your health insurance and you do have to pay for that. Uh, make sure you turn off your cell phone bill. You have to pay for that. Um, so you, all these things, you know, like, you know how like we, us foreigners have a hard time getting some contracts made. I know why. It's because a lot of people just dip out and get avoid this stuff because that would be the easy method for sure is just dipping out and you can avoid all these final payments, right? I mean, it's easy. Close your bank account. They have no way of getting your stuff and you leave the country and you don't have to pay any of this. I don't recommend doing that because that's a douchebag move, but I'm just saying that is why my friends, my foreign friends, it's hard for us to open accounts without like eight forms of identification and stuff and because it's so easy to do, right? Turn off, if you close your bank account with, in Japan that you have no more bank account in Japan, they have no way of finding you, right? You leave the country, and of course, you don't come back. You're done, right? So 
you have to turn off everything. You have to basically have to go to City Hall and, and say you're leaving. In short, in short, tell City Hall you're leaving. Tell your landlord you're leaving. Turn off your gas. Turn off your internet. Turn off your turn off everything, and then you can go. And also, I think when you leave, and, you, and I think when you leave, you lose your gaijin card too. But I'm not sure about that. Um, I'm not sure. We'll figure that out. I haven't done that yet, but there you go. Uh, next question was from Twitter. Any advice for someone who prefer teaching English to adults? So yeah, there's a few schools that do do that. Um, like you mentioned, GABA is is the biggest option, but I don't know. I've heard a lot of stuff about GABA. Interview GABA, they seem really cool. Uh, but of course you get, I've heard of some loud negative voices, but I, that should, that's not a slight on GABA. That always happens on the internet, right? You hear a lot of loud voices from the negative people. Uh, if you listen to what people say about Interact, they're, they're like the worst company of all time. But they're, you know, for me, they were fine. So um, I've heard some bad things about GABA, but I've interviewed them and they seem really fine. So I don't see any problem with that. But really got to search, right? It's all about the, that's the internet search of finding finding your place to teach English to adults. So you should look into inter- university teaching. I mean, that's really the, the the best way to teach to adults, I guess. But that that's that's my advice there is GABA is the, is the big dog in the, in, the, in the fight here. But there's other options too. Um, university teaching is one. And of course, if you're willing to relocate, I'm sure you could find somewhere where you could focus on adults. But I know it's not that easy just to move your life. Um, Next up, question from Facebook. Is there anything that makes you sad about leaving Japan? So is there anything that makes you sad about leaving Japan? Yes. Easy answer is makes my wife leave her family, right? That's sad. And that's not good. I wish it wasn't like that. That's the way. That's that's life though, right? You got to, sometimes you leave your family. You can't, it's, it'd be fun if we could stay around everyone we like all the time, but that's not how life is, right? And uh, that sucks. That's really the negative point. I wish my kids could have their Japanese grandparents in life all the time, but that sucks. And we don't, of course, now we're going to say we're going to do Facebook and, I mean, you know, Messenger Live and all the Zoom stuff, but it's tough, right? But so, who knows? That's that's my biggest sad point. Um, another big sad point is I didn't pass N1 test. Um, that was my goal I set for myself many years ago when I started studying Japanese hardcore, uh, but I didn't get there and I stopped studying. I'm probably never now. I mean, I'm never going to get in one now. It's just I'm so far behind where I used to be. I catch, when that, that's tough to catch up, right? That's real tough to to like try to learn back what you lost in terms of your skill and the language. That's tough. So I don't think that's going to happen. So I am sad about that. I, I failed that goal I had for myself. And uh, I let my Japanese slip in general, right? I mean, living with my wife for now as long as I have and having the job I have, which is, yeah, translating. So it sounds like you're like, you know, endlessly learning Japanese, but you just get the routine and you learn what you need. You, you learn what you need to learn and you do what you need to do. And that's it. I don't learn anything. Like I don't go out to study at all. Right. And that's just my choice. I don't just don't have the fire. Like I talked about earlier in the series, but that is my one sad point as well. I didn't pass and one, a big goal I had, I didn't pass, but I did get the goal of working from home you know, using Japanese. So I guess I should be happy about that, right? That's the more important goal because I'm getting money from that. But N1 was a goal I had that I, it's now gone and it's probably never going to get back. So chalk it up to another failure, my friend. Uh, but I don't know. That's 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 definitely a sad one for sure. Question for Facebook. Do you think you're done with Japan or slash someone else asked, will you ever come back? Um, ever come back? Yes, for sure. Want to see you know, wife's parents, I think, would definitely be back for that. Want the kids to kind of get a taste of Japan when they're older. Uh, live in Japan, I don't know. I can't see that now, for sure. But I think I... I, I you never know, right? I, I, I can't say that for sure. But maybe. Definitely got to come back for visits at least. But I don't know about staying. Um, I don't know. Good question. Because I don't know. I don't know. Uh, biggest regret... Kind of covered that before. But I guess the biggest regret is letting my... Japanese studies slip 
when I had so much promise in the beginning, right? I was such a fire for learning and learning Japanese. I got so high, but then I let it all come crashing down. And now it's like, I feel like some of that time I spent is wasted, right? Because I didn't go to the top of the mountain, right? But that sucks. That does suck. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice here. I'm recording a mini podcast today for sure. It's getting tough. Um, next up from Legend, Legend. Stivern, and uh, he is the guy that helped me set up the Discord in the first place. I want to leave his question for last. Everyone is important. I love all the questions, but it seemed right to leave his question for the last. He has two of them, three of them. Um, if you could take one thing back with you, what would it be and why? Um, I don't know. I think sh- strong nines. <laughs> That's my real answer. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't know. I guess I would take back that some of those, the feeling of safety. It's not a physical thing, but that really is it. The feeling of where you could walk anywhere in this country, basically. No, it's not literally true, but almost. And and feel safe. You know, there's no like, well, stay away from that area. It's not like that, right? And I know in America, there's many areas like that, you know? So that is very cool about Japan. I'll never forget that. That uh, That is, you can go wherever you want to go and not worry about your safety at all. That seems like something every country should have, right? It's it's it's, it's kind of stupid to say that, but that's the truth. Um, what's the weirdest thing to happen to you here? That was a tough one. Uh, a tough one, th- tough one to think about. Um, didn't really planted these answers by the way so i've got to think about it a little bit um so one i had a student that got naked a lot um she has had mental problems and she would get naked in the class a lot that was that's a weird thing you know and it, it sounds funny it's not really funny you know what i mean it's just that's happened and it was kind of a shocking thing to the system every time that happened when he was like a you know five-year-old or something just getting naked running around and everyone's laughing and stuff like that's one of those things not to get into a rabbit hole here but like japan pushes like people with mental disabilities should be in the same classroom as people without disability, mental disabilities. But sometimes that's kind of not the right idea. You know, sometimes it shouldn't be like that. Right. And that's, that's what I think. That's one of those cases that stuff like that can happen. Um, any other weird stuff? Um, I mean, not really. I, I can't think of anything like out, outwardly weird um, outside of that story and the penis story I shared at the beginning of this episode. That was kind of weird too, but I guess big picture, right? While it was happening, I loved it. But now looking back, it is weird that you are like just for being who you are. That is a weird, right? That's not cool, right? I mean, that's not really... It is cool. It makes you feel good. But it's kind of weird, right? Because we're from somewhere we were treated special here. And that's kind of weird. And I'll remember that. That's kind of a big reason why I want to, you know, leave Japan so my kids don't have to go through that. Like they... not You know, I don't... I want them to be you know, special, but I don't want them to be special just because of who they are, who their parents are. And we've already seen that kind of treatment so far in their life. So um, that's the biggest, that's the big picture. What's the weirdest thing that ever happened to you? You're treated different because of who you are. And some guys might deny it. And I I, I thought, remember, I, uh, I, I thought when I got to Japan, I, you read these stories about Charisma Man, right? You get to Japan and all the girls are interested in you. And at first I thought, wow, it's not really happening to me. Right? It's not really going. What's going on? No one's really paying attention to me. But all it takes is for you to put minimal effort, and then it is happening. And I'm not a good-looking guy, and it happened to me. So that thing is weird, right? If you think about it, that's weird. You know, just because of who you are, you're treated special. People are interested in you. That's weird. That's probably not a funny answer. Like, maybe some people want to expect it there, but that's true. That is weird. Uh, most memorable or dangerous Gaijin smash you've ever done? Um... Okay, so that, for anyone who doesn't know, Gaijin Smash is like just, it 
pretending you don't speak Japanese and just doing it or just like ignoring what people are saying and just doing it uh, because you're a foreigner and you could use to get away with stuff, you know, because you, that's just the way it is. You could just get away from stuff, <laughs> just get away with things. Um, I don't, I, you know, I wish I had a funny story here. because It's probably gonna be the last question. Um, I wish I had some kind of awesome, like, yeah, this was awesome. And I did this to, 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 but I don't, I don't really have some kind of thing I did. I read about that. There's a website called Gaijin Smash before I came to Japan and it, it sounded like I'm not going to do that. I respect Japanese culture, you know, but that's not true. I mean, I respect culture, I don't, but it's like you, I did use the power a few times, like to ignore rules, you know, a few times, but there wasn't anything like serious. You know what I mean? Like well, I can just pretend I can't read. I can do that, you know? I can't think of any cases I even did that, but it did cross my mind that I had that power in me, the Gaijin Smash power, but I don't think I, I can't say I ever, I ever used it for good or evil, right? I just, I was just, I tried not to be a douchebag. That's my biggest advice in my life is, is don't be a douchebag, right? So <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, so that's a Q&A episode. Hope it, will, hope it was somewhat entertaining. Um, again, this, these recording these episodes has been a lot of fun. Uh, get, answering the questions is a lot of fun, you know, and it's, I want to reiterate because I've gotten a few questions about this that don't really apply here, but podcast is definitely continuing. Um, so don't worry about that. Anyone that is worried about it, uh, it's still continuing, still have a lot of fun. New episodes will be coming soon now. Um, we're getting to the end of my pre-recorded episodes here. So I will be get, putting in some work and getting new episodes out to you very soon. What they'll be, what they'll be, what the, excuse me, what they'll be about exactly, who knows, but new episodes are coming out for you. And that is it. Last time, thanks so much for dropping Japan for making this happen. And uh, yeah, if you're not in the Discord, a lot of questions from the Discord today. That really is awesome, guys. And uh, if you're not a part of the Discord, just join it. If you want to talk to people that are also working in Japan, that are cool, there's a lot of cool people there. So go there and join the Discord. It's my biggest advice for you. And uh, yeah, two episodes left next week. My wife is getting on the show. And after that, the wrap-up of my time in Japan. And that will be a wrap, and I'll be back live. So until then, three words. Have more fun. See ya.